holidays again. Yes, it is. And that means two things. I'm full of turkey and I'm tired of turkey. Welcome to this week's edition of An Hour of Your Life. My name is Kim. And my name is Steve. No, I was actually thinking that, one, it must mean that it's time for Kim to be sick. Because the only time I ever get sick is around a freaking holiday. And, two, it's officially the time of year when everybody, including us, kind of phones it in. You are busy buying presents and you're busy stuffing your face with all the good things and being kind of fat and dumb and lazy and you just don't feel like doing research so you just kind of decide to make a show about whatever you feel like talking about it's been busy here in the past week or two but we want to make sure we get a show out and we just there was so much stuff going on we we couldn't take the time to do the the appropriate amount of research that we normally do to put in the show. So we thought, you know what? As we went to our weekly meeting at Winans and discussed what we're going to talk about, we said, why don't we just take an easy week and we're just going to update. This might be a very boring show for everybody, but... (laughs) We don't even know if it's going to get to an hour. We we, really are flying by the seat of our pants here. Yeah. No notes. Intentionally. Yeah, no notes. Yeah, no, just, the like this is legit, and we kind of did one of these before about just, this time last year, where yeah. we just kind of sat and talked about ourselves. Yeah, um, but it, we're just going to update you what we're doing right now, what we're watching, what we're binging, and we might talk about our animals for a little bit. And that's what we had planned on. That's what we planned on. This show was originally going to be titled Jack and Rupert, but then we decided we probably couldn't get an hour out of that. So, so it's just kind of whatever you want. Um, can we, can we start by throwing me a pity party? Please throw yourself a pity party. Okay. So, and I'm not, please attest to the fact that I am not being overdramatic about this. We'll see. Last. So what day is it today? Today's Tuesday. Yes. Um, not this most recent Friday, but the Friday before that I ended up in the emergency room because I had been having some trouble getting uh, trouble breathing. Like not, it's not like I was passing out or turning blue or anything like that, but I was having a hard time getting a good full breath of air. Um, it not unlike what you felt like after I'll tell that in a minute after you had COVID. But, um, so I messaged the doctor's office and you know, I didn't think I, I, for like two days it had been like this. And, Um, so I messaged the doctor's office and I was just going to see if maybe get me in Wednesday or Monday or Tuesday or something. Well, they called me and said, we want you to go to the emergency room because we're afraid that you might have pulmonary embolisms, which is another thing that you have had in the past, Steve. Um, it's basically blood clots that go into your lungs. They can be very dangerous. Um, if they go through your heart, they can actually kill you. Um, not super fun. I didn't think that was what it was. I didn't have any other symptoms. I didn't have a fever. I didn't, wasn't tired. I didn't feel sick. I just couldn't get a good full well, breath. Like the way you described it, it was like when I, not exactly when, but after I had COVID and everything was normal, I felt everything was fine, but I went out in the backyard to do some 
a little bit of work. And I felt like I was on a mountain at, at 16,000 feet. Mm-hmm. I just could not get a breath of air. So, well, my, let me finish my little story here. Okay. So I went to the doctor and they when, said... This was back... In February, March. Of 2021? 2020, yeah. 2021, yeah. When we thought we had COVID. That was 2020. Yeah, but anyway. That was a while ago. Yeah, so they did all these tests on me to make sure, and every test they had said, there's nothing wrong with your heart, there's nothing wrong with your lungs. But as they were doing that, the uh, the pulmonary function test, the, the, the technician who was doing it said, you know, if it walks like a duck, it quacks like a duck, you have a duck. And so we, we never tested positive. This was back 2021. Yeah, 2020. I, it was yeah. 2020, I yeah. think. Like, or, yeah, yeah, it was yeah. late 2020. Yeah. Um, so I went to the emergency room like my doctor told me to because they sent me into a panic. Like they were really worried. And I was there for eight hours Nothing was wrong. I knew nothing was wrong. Like my blood pressure wasn't low or high. Except you couldn't get a breath of air. My yeah, my blood pressure was fine. My oxygen count was fine. It was anywhere between 96 and 100, just like it should be. My heart rate was fine. But I so I I had gone in that morning at probably 11:30 or so. And for breakfast every day I usually have a protein shake. That was all I had that day and no water, none, maybe a couple sips. And my veins are small on a good day. So it took them no fewer than four nurses and six tries. Finally, they got a pick line in with an ultrasound to find the vein. Her her arms, they're not black and blue anymore. It's that greenish color they yeah, get. Yeah, they're after turning like bruised. greenish yellow now. Yeah. But they were, it looked pretty bad and I, it hurt a lot. Like I was up off the table at one point because the needle was so big. And of course that's when you walked in is right after they, they stuck me for the final time and they finally got the right needle. I I witnessed that. Yeah. But you missed the worst of it. You came in at the easy part when they were using the ultrasound, but so they, they ran all these tests. Um, they wouldn't let me eat all day. So I didn't get to eat anything until like eight 30 that night. They wouldn't let me have any water. Cause you know, angry. You, angry I, I wasn't, I wasn't, yeah. okay. I, don't, I don't think. Okay. Um, they did a CT scan on me at one point. They gave me a, an albuterol treatment, which, a puffer, a puffer an inhaler, which was the only thing that worked. Um, and so they sent me home with one. They're like, we don't know what's wrong with you, but if this helps, here you go. So that lasted for another couple of days, and then probably now. To be fair, the doctor came in. He said he they were it's very probably thorough. a bronchial type infection. They did. They, he said the only thing we can figure is that maybe you're having bronchospasms. We don't know what's going on. Yeah. Follow up with your primary care physician. They might send you to a pulmonologist. So that was Friday. So by probably what Tuesday, I think by Tuesday. I was fine. Like my lungs were feeling better. I could breathe a little easier. I didn't worry about following up with anybody because I was. You had eaten. I, I ate. Um, we had a, a good weekend that weekend. And so I thought, okay, everything's good. We're fine. Wednesday, I started running a fever and I hadn't had a fever. I hadn't had any other symptoms, any kind of any. I mean, I. I did, but we're not going to talk about that because it's a little embarrassing. Um, but 
I will just suffice to say that I had some digestive issues. But we, so I started to have a fever on Wednesday, but it wasn't anything super bad at first. Like early afternoon, it was like high 90s, 99, 99.567. Um, and then it had gone up to over 100. And by the Wednesday evening, it was, I think it was like 101.6 or something like that. Mm. So nothing terrible, but nothing fun. And I, for those of you that haven't listened very long, Thanksgiving is my favorite holiday. I love Thanksgiving. And this is not the first time that I've been sick on a holiday. You recall that the incident that Steve was just talking about with the COVID, that was last year at Halloween. And then there have been multiple Christmases that I had food poisoning or the flu or whatever. Now that makes it sound like I've food poisoned you. No, that was... It was nobody's fault. We didn't clean out the, the fridge and there was some expired sour cream. And you ate it. And I ate it because I didn't check the date on it. Cause, okay. But I check now. Not my fault. It, It's nobody's <laughs> fault. It's everybody's fault because we didn't clean out the fridge. But I, so I always get sick at the holidays and it sucks. And so we were supposed to go get together with Pamela and the whole family and I was so mad Wednesday night because I had a fever, um, but I, it broke overnight. And so I texted, I woke up Thursday morning. I felt totally fine. I texted Pamela. I said, Hey, I had a fever last night. I'm totally fine today. I feel completely normal. If you don't want me to come, I understand, but I wanted to make you aware because there's going to be lots of people there. She said, no, please come. So we went, we had a lovely Thanksgiving and um, I went back to work on Friday and worked a half day, started feeling kind of eh again. Um, we went down to visit our other grandkids. Um, about 30 minutes away. About 30 minutes away, Friday evening. And I really started, while we were there, I wore a mask just to be on the safe side. Um, but while we were there, I started f- gradually feeling worse and worse and worse and worse and worse. And by the time to we- To the point- Pull over, pull over right now. Yeah, I thought I was going to throw up on the way home. Um, By the time we got home, my fever was up to 102.5 and I had started to hallucinate. Like I thought I was a rock. I thought I was made out of stone. I couldn't move my arms or my legs. Um, I just, they felt so heavy. Like I just couldn't move them. And we were supposed to go visit my parents on Saturday and so then for the second Thanksgiving, so Steve called and, and said, and I was supposed to bring the pumpkin pie too. And I still feel so guilty. Like that was the one thing we were supposed to bring. That's it. Pumpkin pie. So Friday night, Steve gets on the phone and he calls my stepmom and he says, I don't think we're going to make it. And she, he said, um, I, was co- I was coherent enough to understand that he was saying that, like I could hear him and make out what he was saying and I could hear her and hear her say, oh, that's pretty high. And he said, well, she just took some Tylenol and I said, no, I didn't. And then he said, you what? And then you made me come and take some Tylenol and then I fell asleep. And that's all I remember from Friday night. And then Saturday, we didn't get to have our second Thanksgiving. And I really wasn't that hungry on Thanksgiving. So I didn't get much of a Thanksgiving dinner. And I love Thanksgiving dinner. 
So I only got one plate of food and I didn't even get some of everything. And I didn't get any dessert except for one cookie. And we only got two slices of the pie because it was a giant pie and we are just two of us. Um, but so Saturday we just kind of loafed around all day and I had a fever and fever finally broke fever finally broke at one thirty in the morning and I woke up drenched in sweat and stinking to high heaven. All right. That was how our Thanksgiving went. Well, that was my version of our Thanksgiving. Do you want to tell them is your version of Thanksgiving any different? No, except I, you enjoyed yourself. <laughs> I had a pretty good time except for watching you in misery and, but will you agree? I'm not exaggerating. You are not exaggerating so, one bit. So it was bad. And that, okay, so let's kind of wind that back to we just weren't able to get a show out because with Kim hallucinating, <laughs> who knows what she's going to say on on the uh, microphone here. I mean, that's would be, it's bad enough when I'm completely sane. Yeah, but we got some good shows lined up. I, I keep a list mm-hmm. of possibilities and we, we we go out like every Saturday morning and we have coffee at this place and we just talk about what what the next show is going to be we call it our staff meeting our production our meeting. production meeting yeah and it's not a production meeting it's just us having coffee and talking it's it's kind our time for meeting. Saturday morning yeah, yeah it's just our time to go out get Always. away get away out of the house the dogs Jack and Rupert I don't know what it is about these dogs, but they have this internal clock. They know when Saturday morning is because they'll see us both getting ready and they just start getting antsy. There's no other way to describe it. Jack just starts barking and barking. Rupert just paces and pants. And then they go to the, (laughs) he waddles a lot. He does. And then they go to the door and Jack will bark and then he'll come back to where we're getting ready and he'll bark. And Rupert will just waddle back and forth. <laughs> in between your, like, in front of you and behind you, and yeah. so you can't walk. Until, they know it's Saturday. They want to go for their treat. Mm-hmm. They, they, we, they, we take them to Winans, and they get a waggy bone. And so Rupert, with the truck, Rupert can't jump up in the truck. Actually, Jack even does, because it's not, it's that high. It's just the angle of the door. Mm-hmm. It's, it's just difficult for him to jump up and maneuver. But we have stairs. And I put him up against the side of the truck, and Rupert will crawl up in the truck. And um, we, we go get our coffee, and they patiently wait inside inside the truck. But actually, they're, they're allowed inside. They are, but we don't take them in because, A, Jack has no manners, and, B, Rupert sheds like crazy, and we don't want to be those people. Yeah, Rupert has great manners, though. You can Rupert has extremely good manners. In the summer, we sit outside, yeah. and Rupert, you would never know that he's there. He just kind of gets between us, and he lays down. If he sees a kid... He's sitting up now because he hears you talking about yeah. him. If he, if he sees a kid, Rupert will get up to go and greet the child... Because I don't know what it is about this dog. He, he likes loves kids. he loves toddlers and toddlers to five years old. He loves kids of that age. Well, because they're right at his size. Yeah. Well, hamburgers are right at Jack's uh, size. Yeah. He Jack has uh, Jack's. He's a good boy, um, but he's a food thief. We had um, one little girl who was with us for. She's actually we consider her family. Um, well, Jess has been on the show. Um, Jess is Pamela's best friend's daughter. When she was probably about two, 
she had a happy meal over at our house and had the full hamburger just in her hand and was just kind of holding it out to the side a little bit, talking. Jack, and, and Jack was just sitting there eating it, and that kid was screaming. Yeah. She didn't think to pull it away. She sat there with it while he chomped down. Now, I will say, Jack, I mean, Rupert, will not take food from a kid. He, he's not a food thief with a kid. But no. if that food hits the ground, it's game over. Oh, yeah. But we, we had some people over here... Uh, but before Thanksgiving, yeah, we made I made chili and we invited some neighbors yeah, and some friends over. Fire. Yeah, and there was a kid, maybe eighteen months. Yeah, about eight eighteen months old, and he had some potato chips. And of course, Rupert was right there because he was petting Rupert, and he took his potato chip and he would try to give it to Rupert, and Rupert would just turn his head and he wouldn't take it, and then then the kid dropped it, and then Rupert like snatched it up off the floor, but. Rupert has learned after all these years, you don't steal from a kid. He's patient. Yeah. He knows they'll drop it eventually. I'll yeah. get some. Yeah, they're going to drop. If there's a toddler, there's going to be food on the floor. Mm-hmm. And you all know that. So, yeah. But they're both good boys. And like right now, Rupert's over there scratching up a bed trying to find. I don't know what he's trying to do, but he's. He's trying to find a comfortable way to lay. He's trying I to find someplace fun. comfortable. He probably wants to go back upstairs. So. We have been, I I don't want to call it binging, but back... We've been binging. Yeah, well, yeah, but I'm thinking about one specific show. Because originally, we did binge on Dexter. Now, Kim and I, we generally try to wait for a series, a show to be over so we can just sit in the winter and watch, and, and, and watch it all. All the seasons. Yeah, all the seasons as much as we can. So we did that with... With Dexter, and that We've was done probably that with a lot of shows we did that, that with. Yeah, but Dexter was like four years ago. We did that. Yeah, it was a while ago. And We've patiently been waiting, and now ten De- years after Dexter. No, well, no, I think it went off the air like ten years ago or something. Yeah, but like that. we didn't. We didn't watch it when it was no. Yeah, so it was. It was we finished up maybe three or four years ago. We something watched like it all. That. Yeah, yeah. But now there's Dexter New Blood, mm-hmm. which we can't wait for Sunday night because. We like Dexter. We like the character of Dexter in the just the plot. I will say that I don't like the new one as much as the old one. I do. Do you? It's it seemed to me it's a little bit more slow. I it is and But it could be intentional because he's I don't want to give the plot away. Yeah, and I don't like um I mean, I don't really think that this necessarily gives anything away, but if you are a, if you've seen Dexter, then you know that part of a huge part of the storyline is that he um, envisions a, a sort of um, guiding presence, we'll say, of a dearly departed one. And the guiding presence of the new season, I don't like as well. Okay. As the old ones. I like it because it's I like, annoying. I like I, I like, like it. I like Dexter. I like the character. So it's going good. But we have discovered a show. Well, I was gonna talk about Yellow Yellow Jackets too. Okay. Um if you if you have showtime and you're watching Dexter and you haven't stuck around after Dexter to watch Yellow Jackets, it's so good. I this this is the new I'm gonna kick myself because we watched it from the very beginning instead of and so now it's going to be a forever until they have a second season once this one wraps up. But it's like kind of like if Lord of the Flies was 21st century girls, mostly. There's like two or three guys, but 
um, it's, it's very, it, it can be pretty intense. Yeah. And it's only going to get more intense because we're only like three episodes in. Yeah. And there's only one part that I'm really liking with this one. I'm watching it to give it because we've watched so many series that we, we're almost at the point of giving up, but we try to get through at least one season to see what's going to happen. Which is what happened with the other series that you were getting ready to talk about is I was not fully invested. The first season, I was like, this is so stupid. Why are we wasting time on this? Trailer Park Boys. And then the second season came out, and I was like, all right, so we'll give it a chance. I Bubbles, my I, favorite character on the show. I have decided between Trailer Park Boys and Letterkenny, which is one of my favorite shows ever, um, you can keep British comedy. I am here for the Canadian comedy movement. Yeah. Canadian. I, and I'm not, I'm not a big comedic person. Um, I like, you're not a fan of slapstick. I don't, I hate slapstick. And would you say trailer park boys is slapstick? No, I wouldn't. What is it? Um, it's a mockumentary. A mockumentary? Mm-hmm. Okay. It's kind of along the lines of like if The Office took place in a trailer park in Canada. It's not what I envisioned. And it took me pretty much the first season to get in the feeling with the different characters mm-hmm. and the people on that. But then once they developed their personality, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of foul language in this, but that's oh, yeah. but that's what adds to this show. I think about it. It's, it is, uh, yeah, and that's one of the it's, things. And I mean, it's normally if I'd watch a show like this, I wouldn't like it. I'd say it's just pointless, but it fits in with their characters. It and they use it. Um, there are some characters that will drop the f bomb, and there are some characters that will say frig, and it just sounds ridiculous. Like they'll like be. quote unquote swearing up a storm but using like darn and frig and it just it fits their character and it makes it all the more outlandish yeah and but just the whole premise the whole plot it wasn't what i thought it would be i thought it'd be more like redneckedness (laughs) but it's i I mean it's pretty uh but it's not like the traditional there are redneck comedy that I thought it was going to be. There are different, definitely different brands of redneck. Yeah, and these are Canadian rednecks. Um, but I think that if if you are a fan of Trailer Park Boys, um, I would love to hear your take on this because I we were kind of talking about it. I grew up um, near a trailer park, not in a trailer park. I grew up in, in like a little residential neighborhood of. Um, little ranch houses that all look the same that was right beside a trailer park. And some of the people, the people from the trailer park that I grew up by are just like the people in trailer park boys. Like they nailed the, there are a lot of stereotypes. Um, I prefer to call them archetypes. Stereotype is such a negative word. Archetype is more of a, it's a, a nicer way of saying stereotypes but we're on episode 10 of season no we're on season 10 season yeah season 10 and we started it last week yeah it's so. just one of those that, they're short episodes yeah, they're 25 like, 26 minutes yeah per they're not long yeah and so you can get through them pretty quick but actually one of the most one of my most favorite uh binges that we've done lately was ripper street 
Ripper Street was good. That I was, really, really liked Ripper Street. But that was last winter. Yeah, and that's recent. Yeah. You know, the one that I thought would be good, but we just couldn't get through was Pinky Blinders. Maybe we just need to give it another chance. I don't know. I don't We're, know. We'd have to go back and catch up. And Yeah, that's all right. I mean, there's some that I kind of want to give another chance to. Um, we haven't watched Breaking Bad. We started it. We got part of the way through the first season. Um, but then we, for whatever reason, I feel like Breaking Bad might have been one of those that we started too late. We always binge in the wintertime. And then once it starts to warm up, uh, maybe like towards the end of February, we start getting outside again and we never finish our binge. And I think that might have been one that we started like in early February or something and we never really. Well, you know, that's a good point when we said that. I mean, right now it's been down in the 20s. But mm-hmm. however this season came about, I acclimated very, very quickly. And like the other day, went to work, it was 21 degrees, 25 degrees or something like that. I feel and like I didn't even feel cold. I feel like this year it's been a lot more gradual Yeah. than in the past. Yeah, it's, I've acclimated much better to it. But actually, when I came home, it warmed up to 45, but there was a dampness in the air. I was Ugh. colder in the evening at 45 then I was going to work, and it was only 25 degrees. Yeah, dampness makes a big difference. Yeah. So we need, uh, so we are almost done with Trailer Park Boys now because there's only 12 seasons, and then I don't think that we're probably going to watch the animated episodes. I'll give it a shot. Uh, mm, I'll okay. give it a shot. Mm. Well, we'll probably watch the movies. We'll watch the movies for sure. Yeah. I just, I, I don't know. Now, it's I don't not, think it's not going to be the, it's not going to be as good. I don't it's, think it's not like that's all Kim and I do. It's like we get all our stuff done, but in the evening, it's, it's cold. It's yeah. I am firmly of the belief, and y'all can mock me all you want to, but I am firmly of the belief that the human species is meant to hibernate. Kim and I disagree on a couple things, but I well, I didn't say that you believe that. I believe that. Well, I'm, I don't believe that, but I think that we, as a species, are supposed to hibernate like other some other mammals, and that is why nobody wants to, you know, why daylight savings hits everybody so hard, and why nobody wants to get out, and why everybody gains weight in the winter time because you're feeling sluggish and you don't want to do anything because we're meant to hibernate. Now, our friends up in the northern part of the country. They're going to be out in the winter. They're going to be out on their snow machines. They're going to be out ice fishing and doing all sorts of winter activities. Well, they're... Never mind. <laughs> they're they're better acclimated than you are. Well, sure. We'll go with that. Yeah. That's exactly what I was going to say. But I, I, you know, honestly, I prefer winter. I prefer fall and winter better than spring and summer. I don't like extremes. Period. You want to move to Florida? Full stop. I don't like extremes of anything. Politics, weather, religion, anything. Do you want to move to Florida? No, that's an extreme. You seen the bugs there? Yeah. Yeah. Extremely big. No, thanks. Speaking of bugs, here we are with the new Omicron. But, 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 you know, but you know what? We said we weren't going to talk about COVID anymore. But how can you not? I mean, it just doesn't go away. Like you think... Okay, well, the mask mandate went away. We've got the vaccinations. We've got third round now. We've got Delta under control. And then, bam, Omicron. Oh, what gets me is they try to 
when I say they, that's them, those other than us. The World Health Organization. Yeah, you, you got some people who are acting like, you know, the, the whole world is collapsing again. But then you turn on the TV and you watch a football game. You see 80, 100,000 people packed into a football stadium. Mm-hmm. It's like half the people are ignoring it and half the people aren't. Okay, so we actually have firsthand anecdotal, mind you, this is not scientific by any stretch of the imagination, but anecdotal evidence for the vaccine that it does work, sort of. When we tested positive, we had very, very mild symptoms. And that was back in... I wasn't going to talk about that. Well, I am right now. I was going to talk about our two friends. We have a married couple friends. One is vaccinated, one is not. They both got COVID at the same time. The vaccinated one said that it was like a bad cold. The unvaccinated one was laid up on the couch for like a week and a half. Totally miserable. So can you still get sick with the vaccine? Yes, you can. But is that vaccination going to make your illness much more tolerable? Absolutely. And I guess that would be purely anecdotal. It is absolutely anecdotal. It's yeah. not scientific at all. But- because I was having a conversation with a guy uh, about the vaccine, and I said that basically I knew no one in in our circle. Mm-hmm. I said I knew no one who took the vaccine that had any significant side effects other than like the sore arm or anything like that right with with no and he was like you know but i know people i know four people that are like in serious condition because they had that so i don't know on this i don't know even how good anecdotal evidence really is and on that one i wonder too because it is Yes, it is a modification of an existing vaccine, but it could be just enough of a modification that people could have an allergy to it and not know until you have it in your I, you know, system. I, that's up for those people to figure that out. Which, I'm just all I know is gotta, which that makes me wonder too. How do you figure out that you're allergic to a vaccination well, before you get it? Well, you don't. I mean, it's like the flu vaccine. So that's like the flu vaccine. They'll ask you, do you have an allergy to this, do you have an allergy to eggs? Because they know the products that yeah. go into it. And then I know some people that they that, that are allergic to the flu vaccine, but they want to get their flu shot so bad because they don't want to get the flu that they will go to the emergency room and they will get their shot at the emergency room in case they have a reaction to, to the vaccine. That's, you know who it is? No. Okay, we paused, so I told Kim who it is. <laughs> Name redacted. Now, but um, here's, okay. here's the condition with that. But, but the thing is, this person is severely immunocompromised, um, has multiple immune system disorders, and Can't, would be... Does not want to take a chance on getting the flu because it could be very, very serious. Like, that it could kill them. Yeah. So, and, and they're one of the people that... And they're sick all the time, I feel like with like any little thing that comes along, but that's because they have no immune system. So they're another um, case for herd immunity, I guess. Yeah, I know we, Kim and I, with with my job, I'm required, and I'm not trying to make this controversial because there's some people you should have just stuck up and never got the jab. I don't like getting the flu. And for many, 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 many years, I was required to get the flu vaccine. So to me, getting this shot 
was no big deal. I got the shot. I feel like you've been exposed to much worse shots than a flu shot or a COVID yeah, I've shot. Yeah, I've had many experimental shots. We talked over about the years. this at Thanksgiving. Yeah, we did. All but of anyway, the shots the military makes you have. But anyway, so anyway, I got it. And then when Kim and I both tested positive, honestly, with Kim's job, she was required if she had a sniffle, she had to go get a COVID test. Mm-hmm. And I said, I got nothing to do, so I'll go with you because if you test positive, I'm probably going to test positive. Yep. And sure enough, we both tested positive for COVID. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm kind of of the belief that the shot did keep me from getting a more severe case of this. Because honestly, test a positive, I've had, it was like a very, very mild cold. Yeah. I wouldn't even have guessed that I had COVID. And then there were no side effects of COVID afterwards. Yeah, this one hit me um, just really differently than the time that we thought we had it the first time in that I I did get a fever. That's another thing. I feel like I've had a lot. Weirdly, I've been thinking about this. Weirdly, since I stopped working with small children, I've been sicker than I've ever been in my life. Been sicker? Yeah. <laughs> okay. You would think that small children would make you sick all the time. But no, I was healthier when I had little kids running around, snot nose, puking on everything, and God only knows what other things are coming out of orifices. And I never got sick. And now that I'm now that I'm working from home, I feel like I'm sick all the time. Yeah, well. I don't understand it. I don't know. I think I've had so many shots and jabs of stuff. You know, you get that gamma gobulin shot. And you don't get even a sniffle for a year. At least I didn't. I think you just need to, lots of exposure. Can we just um, like draw kid blood and make it into a vaccine or something? Like whatever <laughs> it is that makes kids kids, can we just make that into a vaccine and give it to everybody? Because I feel like it'll protect you from everything. I don't know. Well, I mean, so with the COVID vaccine, I got it. And we're having a report. We've had a report now like, Four times. Today was the fourth time we've had to report our vaccine status to Oof. our employer. Do you have to do it like weekly or? No. Just it's randomly? Just, it's just first they wanted it and it was on a uh, an Excel spreadsheet. Who who has had the shot and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. So that was sent up. And then they came out with a form and we, we all did the form. We filled that out and we sent it up. And then not more than two weeks later, they came out with a new form. That, Government bureaucracy at its finest. Yeah, and then we did that, and then today they came out with um, that hot. This is hot, and it's got to be reported by <laughs> by close of business on Thursday. We had to log on to a a special site and go through and verify. So, aren't you glad? Then, do you have to have proof that you had it, that you had COVID? No, not yet. Because that was one of the things. So. Um, when we had COVID back at the end of August, we got the email that said, and that's the only place that it showed up apparently was our COVID test showed up in an email and that's it. And um, I had screenshotted my email, but Steve didn't. And so um, we thought about well, it. I thought I'd be able to log back on and pull it whenever I wanted to. Yeah, but we've gotten tested apparently a the, few times. The site goes dead after 30 days. Is that what it was? And we've gotten tested a few times at a few different places. And so each one has their own login and you don't, I don't remember where we went for each time and all that kind of stuff. And so, you know, that um, now 
you're not fully vaccinated until you've had all three shots, but we can't get our shot, our third shot until six months from the end of August. So when your employer comes knocking at your door saying, let me see your shot records, you need to be able to prove to them that you had COVID and you can't get a shot. Because and just it's knowing not been how six they yet. and knowing how they work, I said I need to have this. Yep, sure enough. Like well, no. two days later, they send another form out, and so I'm pretty sure it's not going to be too much longer before they ask you to show your well, third I'm, vaccine I'm, I'm, or whatever. I'm I'm pretty sure that eventually they're going to come up and say we need proof of yeah, that's what I'm saying. Your booster. So I'm sure that I'm yeah. glad that you found that. Yeah, and you know what this this whole thing is tricky, and I don't want to get controversial. Because I, I firmly am not about mandating vaccinations. I mean, and this is what makes it really bad because part of you, you know, you, you believe that, you know, if you get vaccinated, it's for the good of the public. But then there's another whole side of this that says the government really has no business dictating and, you know, costing people their jobs because the vaccine and it might get to the point eventually that if everyone has it or it's so available right now mm-hmm. that if you don't get it, it's, it's like, it's on you. It's like the flu vaccine. Yeah. It's, it's kind of on you. Like in the beginning, and maybe my, my thought process is shifting that at the beginning I wanted to get the vaccine mm-hmm. because whatever I want like I said, I don't even like getting a cold. Right. And so, Maybe in the beginning, I was thinking, you know, everyone needs to get the vaccine. Yeah. Because, okay, if I don't get it, there was a whole group of people. And I know this will sound really trusting to some people, but I, I kind of trusted that, you know, the vaccine would be safe and yeah, for I, most people. Okay. I think that's fair. Yeah. And so I thought, but if you don't get it, there's a whole population of people that can't be protected. Oh, you mean like, you're being a good citizen? Like, yeah, like kids, like kids, you know, yeah. at, at first. Or immunocompromised. Yeah, when they, when they had, a, you, you had to wait for your age groups mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So, and so then I thought, okay, so it's kind of, you know, if I don't get it, I could easily expose someone who it's not available to, and I would feel bad about that. But it's kind of moving to the point now that is available to so many people that it is like, okay. You had your opportunity, and this sounds really cold and callous, but you've had your opportunity, and that's kind of why I'm kind of like on the, I, I don't think the government should be mandating and putting all these strict restrictions. I Is that agree. right? Strict restrictions? Yeah. No, okay. I agree. Yeah. I, and I'm kind of in the same boat, you know? So initially- you, you, know, you did what you had to do at the beginning, right. but now- Initially, you were being a decent human being. And now I'm going to not worry about your welfare as much because you have the opportunity. opportunity. I hate getting sick. So I'm going to go get my third shot when I can so that I don't get sick again. Yeah. Because now I can take off work because now I don't have any excuse to because I work from home. Yeah. So when we were laid up for 10 days, that's fine. I didn't mind getting a little bit sick and being quarantined because I didn't feel that bad and I didn't have to go to work. And so I could lay on the couch and watch TV all day. But now I can't do that because I work from home, so I don't want to get sick, so I'm going to get all the shots. Yeah, and there's still so much stuff on the Internet, and it 
There is so much. Who do you believe? Who do you not to believe? And again, I'll say this right here. It is too too bad that this whole thing became political. I feel like, yeah. yeah. At this point, we're just rehashing old narratives. And then there's, yeah. Yeah. And then there's, you know, yeah. It follow the science that has become cliche itself. Yeah. I mean, COVID is so 2019 and 2020. Yeah. It is almost 2022. Can we please talk about something else? Yeah. Well, let's move on. Ugh. But I had to get that off my chest. Okay, well, I'm glad you did. Okay. Can we now never talk about COVID ever again? I hope we <laughs> never have to. You declared v- v- VC Day. day? Yeah, Is that what it was? was? Yeah. That may have been premature. Mm, anyway. Well, no. I'm sticking to my VC Day guns. So, as we sit here, it's Tuesday night, mm-hmm. uh, November 30th. Yep. Tomorrow's December. Yeah, and we're waiting on, again, a continuing continuing resolution. Are we really? Yeah, the the third. If they don't pass a continuing resolution on the third, it means the government shuts down. Just in time for Christmas break. It, it They do this fairly frequently around Christmas. Mm-hmm. Yep. But now here's the thing. If you are a government employee, if you work for the government, there there are certain banks that you probably should bank with because I know that the the bank we work with, there, and there's other banks that are very either military-friendly or a lot of government people, that if you aren't getting paid, these banks will go ahead and they will match whatever your your paycheck is. Now, how do you know that? Like, have you researched this? Or is this something that in your line of work that you have no, dealt just, with firsthand? You, no, you just know this. And the, the banks send out notices. You know, you get all oh. the commercials. You get the ads on Facebook and stuff like that. I don't get the ads on Facebook. No, because you shut off Facebook. But anyway. Facebook's the devil. We, yeah. So they always, whenever they pass the budget, they always add a bill in there to back pay everybody. Mm -hmm. And so these banks basically will give you interest-free loans. So they'll match. If if you go without paychecks, they will, whatever your last paycheck was, they will match that until the continuing resolution or the budget is passed. And then you just pay them back. And then when the government makes that lump sum deposit, they take that back. It's like a cash advance, but without the interest. Yeah. But unfortunately, there are people out there that, Maybe they're new to the government or whatever reason, and they don't bank with these banks. And there are there will be people hurting because they will, you know, if it goes two weeks, they don't get paid and right at Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know which banks they are and are you comfortable? No, I, there, there's, a, there's a lot of them, but generally oh, okay. it's like the, the federal, like Pentagon Federal Credit Union, USAA, Right Pat. So a lot of the credit unions. A lot, a lot of the credit unions and the banks that tailor towards the military, like USAA Bank and places huh. like that do. Interesting. Yeah. So if you are a government employee, you probably should be looking and researching that up, especially if you're new to the government. I actually have heard, um, and you know, I'm, I don't, I'm not the financially minded one in our family, um, but I've actually heard that credit unions are generally better than like traditional banks anyway, for a variety of reasons. I can't tell you what they are, but that's what I've heard. 
Yeah, because they're usually smaller and more geared towards a, a your community, popu- your yeah. community, your population, your organization. So they tend to take better care of you. Yeah. Yeah. So right before Christmas, which sucks, but Christmas, I, you know, I don't know what it is this year. I had trouble getting into any holiday spirit except for Thanksgiving. I was all ready for Thanksgiving and I got sick. But I didn't really get into the Halloween spirit. I got into the Christmas spirit there for about a week, and now I'm just kind of like, meh. No. I'll tell you what, though. If this continuing resolution passes, I have to go to Chicago for a couple days. But if it doesn't pass, I don't go to Chicago. You get to go play golf with my my pop. Yeah, it'll be that weekend. Yeah, because my... Hopefully it doesn't snow. My sister-in-law's having a baby, and she's having a baby shower that weekend, and you have been personally invited to hit the links with the boys. Well, if if the continuing resolution passes, I won't be going. I'll be going to Chicago. Sucks and, to and, be you. <laughs> in the cold, windy city of Chicago, I'll be up there again. Yikes. But if, if it doesn't pass, I'll be out golfing on the golf course, I guess. I don't, you all look crazy. Yeah. I wouldn't want to golf and early to mid-December. I mean, I guess if it's... It's going to be back up in the 50s this week. Thursday and Friday, it's supposed to be 50 degrees again. I think it's next weekend. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Next weekend, the 11th. I've not looked at the 10-day forecast that far out, but I know this week it's starting to warm up. This week we were down in the teens. Maybe that's why I'm not feeling Christmassy. The one, like when I did catch the Christmas spirit... Um, was I even dug the tree out and everything because it was snowing, those big, pretty, fat snowflakes, and I just felt super Christmassy, and I was really, I was here for it, and then it just, I don't know. Yeah. It's just not. What's driving the cats crazy? Oh. Because, look, I have made the cats, they they live in the garage, they live outside, They're they've got their claws, and they love being outside. They also... They're so, sneaky little animals. They, well, Yeah. <laughs> So they also, each one of them has a collar with their name and phone number and maybe address on it. So no, that just name and phone number. Name and phone number. Um, so that they are clearly, you know, they're both spayed, have their claws, have their name and phone number. So they're safe before you, before we get a bunch of hate from people that are like, cats shouldn't live outside. These cats want to live outside. And yeah, we've they, taken every precaution to make sure they are and safe. And if you try to bring them in, they are meowing and scratching at the door. They do not want to be inside. Usually. So, yeah, I mean, I don't want to call them barn cats, but there is a big barn back there. I think they used to sneak over there and hang out there. Yeah. But their bed, their hotel yeah. is really, really nice. They're like plastic containers that They're I like, cut up. I cut a hole out of. Yeah, they're big Rubbermaid storage containers. Yeah. And then I put went to Walmart. I got a $10 pillow, and I laid that on the bottom of the of the, of the bed mm-hmm. so it would be kind of insulated. Then I took an electric blanket, and each one of them has their own. And I took an electric blanket, and I cut it so the blanket would like go up over one and down the other, and I could put the lids on nice and tight. And every Love night, it. And every night we... We go out and we flip the electric blanket on for them. It's good for 12 hours when mm-hmm. it's like right now I keep it on four, but if it gets down really, really cold, it'll run up to eight or nine, but you can go out there when the cats are in there and you can stick your hand up underneath them on that electric blanket and the cat and they will purr and purr and purr. They and are it not is warm. for anything. Yeah. I mean, and they got heated water bowls but, and they like it. They like to go out and prowl. Yeah. But then somehow... They snuck in 
the other night. I don't know how they got in. Both of them. They're sneaky little animals. (laughs) Yeah, both of them. Got in, and B's not exactly tiny. Polly's a little smaller, but B's a tank. And I saw Polly just like walking across the floor. I had no idea how long she'd been in there, but she was, I mean, her fur was warm. So clearly she'd been either just come from her box or she'd been in there for a while. I think what they're doing is when we go out in the garage and we open the door, obviously we're way to the left so we can get out. Yeah. And I think they're hiding on the right side, so when the door jumped, and they were doing this back at our old house, and they would, like, jump up, and so you don't see them. Because you're and not looking down, you're, you're looking you're, out. Yeah, you're lo- and you're looking down to the left at the stairs, so they're yeah. jumping up behind us. I think that's what's happening, because they're getting in. They're getting in somehow. somehow. The other day, I, I walked into the closet to get a pair of shoes, and there's B. Like, I flipped on the light, and she's just blinking at me like I just woke her up. I said, what are you doing in here? Not where you live. This morning, I'm getting ready to go to work, and I'm walking. There's Polly just sashaying across (laughs) the floor, and I went to pick her up. And apparently this morning, she didn't want to go outside, and I've got the scratches on my arm right now to prove it. Well, yeah, they've had a taste of inside life. They forgot how good it was inside. Yeah. We might have to build them like a cat tree or something to go along, like a heated kitty tree to go along with their heated kitty condos. Well, when it gets up to about 50 degrees, I'll go finish that extra shelf in the garage and they'll have like high spaces to go climb and play on it yeah they'll they'll like that well we've been rambling for quite a while and this is typically how our conversations go this is what we're not doing anything special for this no this is like i said we're just kind of phoning it in if you were to just be a fly on the wall in our house this is what you would hear daily something along these lines yeah probably with long longer spaces in between but like these little snippets of conversation would happen throughout the evening yeah and i'm kind of wanting to get back upstairs and watch uh you, you want to go watch more trailer park boys <laughs> I want to go watch more trailer park boys sit around but the again, fireplace we just said we we want to take a break from from all the preparation and the research that we have to put into a typical show so this is our little break, our little vacation, which we've actually had to take a lot of them this past year because We're of work schedule. Super schedules. sorry, but we 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 just We're wanted trying, to, guys. We really are. I promise. Trying is being consistent. Yeah, like we're okay. trying really hard to make sure we're tr- we're trying to get shows out every week. But th- I mean, there's this thing called life, and it just happens, and it gets in the way, and kicks us in the guts, and gives us fevers, and, and makes you, us yeah, and you'd think that. We would have more free time, but it's our time is really busy. But we love doing an hour of your life. We do. And it's so not the same when we yeah. don't. I get grumpy. You get yeah, grumpy. Yeah. We both get grumpy. Mm-hmm. Forces us to spend time together. Yeah. I love you. At least on Saturday. I love you too. But like, gross. Like, like we said, we just wanted to get something out and we do this about once a year, just a random, hey, here's what's going on with Kim and Steve and Tonight's your lucky night. So if this is your first episode. Please don't judge us by this one. Don't judge us. Oh, shout out to uh, Minnesota Minnesota for binging us. Seriously, how long did it take Minnesota to get? In less than a month. We get our stats by the month. I can go through and I can see. And we can't see individuals, but we get by states or by countries and we can tell you know how many people by state or how many people by country are listening to us and minnesota which usually has a few listens every month there's some states that are listen more than others but minnesota this month was on fire there was someone 
who listened 110 episodes just during just during this month. So they listened like every episode we have. I am so sorry that if you're in Minnesota, not more going on in your life that you just have to listen to us talk for 109 minutes. If, more than that. If this is resonating with you in Minnesota, send us an email. We would love to We talk will send you a you. sticker. At least. And we'll send you a pin. We have pins too. Yeah. They say do your research and educate yourself. Yeah. I forgot about those. Yeah. Well, because that's not. Mm. We've not been out doing interviews because of COVID. So. That and sometimes people doing their research and educating themselves is why they have, why they're taking horse tranquilizer. So. Anyway, <laughs> so if if this is your first time to listen to an hour of life, an hour of your life, don't judge the show by this episode. Go listen to some just more. go with the flow tonight and say, "Hey, Steve and Kim are just talking and they're enjoying what they're doing tonight without hours and hours of research put into a show." But we'll have a good hours and hours and hours of research for you uh, soon in a, in a few days. And just a spoiler alert hint. It is a subject that we recently mentioned on another show. But every time we try to hint, we always change our mind. Just like when we go on vacation. Oh, that's true. We have... I'm like, actually looking really forward to researching this one, though. So yeah. I think that we'll probably stick with this yeah, one. Yeah, but that is not uncommon for us to have be ready to go on vacation and the night before say, let's don't go there. Let's go here. This is actually, though, I don't know if you remember this, but this is actually the second time that we've tried to cover this topic. And the first time that we tried to cover it, we got um, distracted by the Great Molasses Flood. That's right. The Great Molasses Flood was supposed to be about this next episode. So hopefully, hopefully we will be doing this episode um, and not get to, maybe we'll get distracted by some other cool thing. But so if you want to hear a specific topic, you want to communicate with us, Minnesota. Um, <laughs> how do they get hold of us, Kim? You can. The best way is to write to us at alosthour at gmail.com. Uh, if you want to commiserate with us about Yellow Jackets or Letterkenny or Dexter or Trailer Park Boys or tell us some other good shows to binge once we're all done with our Trailer Park Boys marathons. We would love, we're always taking uh, show suggestions, movie suggestions. Because apparently after the third, I might be home binging all day. Yeah, so um, so we'd love to hear from you. What do, what do you guys have going on right now? How's your holiday season going? You got any fun relative stories that you want to tell us? Yeah, you know, we got a couple people that write regularly. Yeah, some write, let us know what weird, crazy things are happening to you this holiday season. And maybe, you know what? If that you might, have, if we get enough of you that write in, that could be a cool show too, where we can just read your letters on the, on the show and, and we can kind of share your stories. With or everybody. if you have a, I kind of, we we're sound like Mike Rowe right here, but if you have a really unique and different type job, write yeah. us and we will interview on the show and you can tell people how unique your job is and what makes your job unique and why it's so different. If it's something really, really cool, something really different, yep. go ahead and write us. We would love and to we write. would love to just bring you on the show. We can FaceTime. We can do it over the telephone. All kinds of different ways. All sorts of different ways we can do this. You can also find us uh, sort of on social media. Um, I update our Instagram. Steve updates our Facebook. Neither one of us updates our Twitter, but we have one. Um, so, but definitely if you, the easiest way to get hold of us is just write to us, a lost hour at gmail.com. 
There will be no sources after this show tonight. Nope. Yeah. All right. All right. So, have we rambled long enough? I think we've given the people more than what they want. Yeah, they, they've all probably, like, <laughs> turned it off by now. Yeah, thanks for sticking around if you're still here. If you're still here, thank you. So, from our studios in Sugar Creek Township. Thanks for spending an hour of your life with us. Kim, Kim, what? what are what are our sources this week? Um, I we don't actually have any sources besides ourselves, but I was gonna do something special for them for sticking around after the outro music anyway. What is it? I was gonna tell them what the next show is gonna be. No, we may change your mind. Okay. Okay. Bye. <laughs>